0: The gospel reading this morning is from the Gospel of Mark. Uh, it's in your bulletin. I am going to read, though, uh, the translation called the Message, uh, written by Eugene Peterson. So it gives us a little different nuance of what you'll be of the passage, but um, so you you can't follow along. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus left there and returned to his hometown. His disciples came along. On the Sabbath, he gave a lecture in the meeting place. He made a real hit, impressing everyone. We had no idea he was so good, they said. How did he get so wise all of a sudden? Get such ability? But in the next breath, they were cutting him down. He's just a carpenter, Mary's boy. We've known him since he was a kid. We know his brothers, James, Justice, Jude, Simon, and his sisters. Who does he think he is? They tripped over what little they knew about him and fell sprawling. And they never got any further. Jesus told them, A prophet has little honor in his hometown among his relatives, On the streets he played in as a child jesus wasn't able to do much of anything there he laid hands on a few sick people and healed them that's all he couldn't get over their stubbornness he left and made a circuit of the other villages teaching jesus called the twelve to him and sent them out in pairs he gave them authority and power to deal with the evil oppression. He sent them off with these instructions. <laughs> don't, think, don't think you need a lot of extra equipment for this. You, you are the equipment. <laughs> no special appeals for funds. Keep it simple. <laughs> and no luxury inns. No no modest place, get a modest place and be content there until you leave. <laughs> and if you're not welcomed, not listened to, quietly withdraw. <laughs> Don't make a scene, shrug your shoulders and be on your way. <laughs> and they were on the road, they preached with joyful urgency that life can be radically different right and left. They sent the demons packing. They brought wellness to the sick, (laughs) anointing their bodies,
1: healing their spirits. When I fall in love, it will be forever, or I'll never fall in completely or i'll never give my heart and the moment i can feel that you feel that way too is when i fall in love with you
0: When I, when we fell head over heels in love, oh my God, do you remember what you were like? What were we thinking? We weren't obviously consumed with the one we would die for. Nothing else in the world mattered. Our red-hot passion kept us laser-focused, and we laughed And we cried and we played harder than we ever had in our lives. Falling in love is crazy and painful and wonderful all at the same time, and we never really know how or when it happened until it's too late. Our hilarious gospel passage describes people that are crazy in love, Jesus, and his disciples his lovesick disciples we often read and or hear the word of god without any emotions how could anyone read read the great romance novel like the telephone directory it's all about love amen amen Amen. the story this morning is all about the comical beginning of the love invasion Jesus sending out his giddy, playful followers to go forth and party hardy. His instructions are totally insane, and they have nothing to do with poverty. Jesus' words are for people that have fallen in love. His crazy directives are about priority and passion. Jesus knows that his crazy and loved disciples and you and I get distracted from time to time along the way to godly play we get distracted by things and by work and by politics and by tv and by trying to survive in the insanely expensive Bay Area, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. God calls her lovesick people to stay focused and focused on the love that is in the air and in our hearts. This challenging practice is otherwise known as soul care, And it is completely antithetical to the gods of distraction. Our world, our nation, even the church has forgotten about falling in love with love. And the biggest problem, the biggest problem with being distracted is that we don't have time to be present, present to God and the godly play that is happening all around us, every second of the day. As G.K. Chesterton so aptly wrote, we have sinned and grown old, and our father is younger than we. We have forgotten how to play, and we are not here. Today, today is exactly one year and one month since my husband mark was killed by graft versus host disease 5 years after his bone marrow transplant i now know beyond a shadow of a doubt the excruciating pain and high incredibly high cost of falling in love grief is the other side of love and Just like joy-filled love, sorrow-filled grief demands that you stay focused and be so present. With grief, all you have is here. This past year has also majorly informed me of how terribly bad we are at doing pain and grief. I sat alone with grief for countless hours and days and weeks to the point where I could stand it no longer. I had to get out. And so, with no extra tunic or equipment except my grieving self, I kept it simple and I headed to the theater to see Berkeley Repertory's production of Angels in America Four times. The total time I spent witnessing Tony Kushner's breathtaking epic was a little shy of 30 hours. It is also the most amazing piece of theater anyone can imagine. I was focused and enthralled and and so present as God playfully took me on a journey of recovery each and every time I went to see the production. And because I am present with grief and just there with no distractions, just me, keeping it simple. I see a woman a few seats down from me in my same row. She catches my eye as well, and she moves over to the seat next to mine, and we begin to talk. We talk about the play, of course. And she asks me about the angels in the play because she's confused. Are the angels supposed to be good? Well, actually, according to Kushner's perspective, no. The angels and God are not good. God seemed to be very absent not very helpful during the HIV-AIDS epidemic in the early 1980s." Oh, yes. I see. And why, and why did the main characters that are alive talk to so many dead people? I'm very confused. And the conversation continued on and on, just like that for a while. And then, Something happened. My amazing, confused fellow theater goer looked at me. She looked at me with tears in her eyes. My name is Judy, and I don't even know you. But I don't believe in God anymore. Oh my God. Suddenly, the auditorium is filled, filled with angels and the heavenly hosts having a blast. They were playing and dancing and singing all around me and inside of me, and I didn't know whether I should laugh or cry. Judy had no idea that the God of falling in love was falling and rolling on the ground with laughter and delight. And while God and the angels were doing the Charleston and and singing show tunes, Judy tells me she is afraid. She is afraid and distracted by all the other people that are also afraid and distracted, that are killing each other. She is afraid for families that are in distress and their children that are not with them. Judy is distracted by walls and a medical system that is unethical and demonic. And I am now desperately present, trying more desperately to think of, what do I do, what do I say? And God just keeps on laughing and whispers in my ear, I already told you what to do, remember? (laughs) You don't need anything. You are the equipment. (laughs) Just keep it simple. We are the church that knows how to play with God and the angels. We are the church that is here and present, and we are not distracted. We don't give a flying piece of pie about distractions. There are angels in America and in the world, and we see and hear what God is doing in the midst of all distractions. And we know, and we know God has invited everyone to the party to the life that is completely and radically different. God is laughing and healing and casting out demons and fear, and she is promoting a wellness that goes beyond all medical systems, soul care. For heaven's sakes, soul care that makes grief and falling in love the power of miracles and laughter and tears that will heal our nation and the world. And and the best part of all, dear children, dear church, we can just leave it all behind at the office. (laughs) If you're not welcome, not listen to, quietly withdraw. (laughs) Don't make a scene. Shrug your shoulders and just be on your way. Blessings to you this week. And most of all, most of all, play
1: with God and the angels and have fun in a restless world like this is. Love is ended before it's begun, and too many moonlight kisses seem to cool in the warmth of the sun. When I give my heart, it will be completely, or I'll never give my heart.